This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The Otago Bonsai Society has its exhibition coming up at the Community Gallery between the 15th and the 24th of October. Thought we'd take an opportunity to find more uh, out about the exhibition and indeed about the Otago Bonsai Society. Lynn joins us on the line now. Lynn uh, Morena, good to have you with us. Ah, thank you for the invite. Good to be here. Lynn, tell us about your own interest in bonsai. How and why did you get involved? Um, several years ago, um, I guess I saw some bonsai in books and around the place and kind of got interested. Um, but it was only when the actual bonsai, the Tago Bonsai Society had an exhibition and a beginner's workshop which I attended and then started uh, going along to club meetings and I've never looked back and I would say it's the best thing I've ever done. So what was it about bonsai that really appealed to you? It's just, you're creating in miniature something that you can see in in real life. You know, you you look at some of our big trees around the place and what we're trying to do is, is generate that in a miniature form and it's... I mean, I'm a king gardener anyway, but that just really appealed to me. Um, and you know, trying to be able to do that and and the joy of being able to create something is is um, yeah really good. Let's look a little bit more at what a bonsai actually is. Actually, it's a lovely quote. I think it's on the poster and indeed from your website. I think too. The object is not to make the tree look like a bonsai, but to make the bonsai look like a tree. Explain that a little bit more for us. <laughs> Oh yeah, John Narker is a well-known and, and respected um, person. I mean, anybody could take a tree and bung it in a pot, and uh, I mean that's what bonsai, the Japanese translation is kind of tree in a pot. Um, but that doesn't make it a bonsai. Um, there's a lot more aesthetics um, involved with actually creating a bonsai. Um, it's you've got to think about. Um, the balance, the harmony, the perspective and the composition, um, which not only includes the tree itself, but the pot. The pot should actually complement the tree um, that you, you've got. Um, but we also have to remember this is a living um, tree, so we also have to consider the horticultural requirements of the tree. Um, so, I mean, I know a lot of people think bonsai is torturing trees. <laughs> I would say my bonsai are probably some of my best looked after yeah. um, plants that I have. Yeah, look, it's it's so wonderful when you see the very best in bonsai. It really is fascinating. You kind of have this weird sense that the scale of the world has suddenly changed. <laughs> you know, you are really are looking at something that's quite delicate and miniature. And uh, and so, yeah, it's not just any old tree in a pot. Um uh, in in this part of the world, or indeed, you know, anywhere, are there particular species that lend themselves well to bonsai? I mean, if you can start with a species that's got a smaller leaf, um, you've already got the perspective right. Um, so there are, with some trees, as you keep it in a smaller pot, you can size of the leaf can be reduced a little bit. But, you know, if we start with something that's got a smaller leaf, I mean... If you look in many books, you'll see things like different pine species, particularly overseas. Maples are another um, well-known um, bonsai tree that's used. And again, many of them, it's the smaller leafed um, maple trees. Um, 
but I mean, New Zealand has a lot of beautiful natives. I mean, our kofi um, are a really nice um, bonsai as well. And again, they have a small leaf to start with, so um, you're halfway there. The other thing you do need to consider is your location. Like down here in the south, we can have larch as bonsai trees because they'll grow down here just because of the climate. Whereas even within New Zealand, if you were to go up into the North Island, they really struggle to, to keep larch alive. Yet they can do some of the subtropicals like the ficus um, and fig species, whereas down here um, we really struggle to, to look after them. So you, yeah, you do have to think about your location and the temperature. Um, but in, in general, I mean, a lot of species, probably most species, could be um, over time converted to a, to a nice bonsai. I imagine the process is, is, is quite complicated, but in essence, how are you maintaining that, 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 um, the perspective that you want? Is it through pruning? Is it through manipulation with um, you know, training um, sh- you know, shoots and, and branches to go in particular directions? How are we achieving that effect? I mean, there's, well, there's two schools of thought. There's a school of thought that do the prune and, and grow, and for some species... Um, that probably is ideal, but from in most case, cases we use wire. So we will wire the trunk, we will wire the branches, and then we'll gently bend the trunk and the branches to the position that we think looks good. Um, we talk about movement, so we like to see some movement in the trunk, um, although there is one style that is pretty much straight up and down and likewise on the branches have a bit of movement um, and and just base the branches where aesthetically they they look good I mean um, there's we've got some guidelines on how you should go about positioning things um, but it, it is considered as an art form so you know as an artist it's it's kind of what you also think looks I dare say, Lynn, there are endless books from authors all around the world with um, their theories and and, uh, instruction manuals and so forth. But in the end, you've just got to have a good eye, don't you, I guess? Well, I mean, I've slowly over the years got my eyes getting a bit bit better, but it's only something that with working on your own trees and and developing um, that start to to see that. Um, I mean, early on, I could kind of go, there's something not quite right with my tree and speaking to the more experienced members they could point out, oh yeah, is this not in the right place or it's a bit high or whatever Um, and that just takes experience. And I guess um, the ability to tap into some friendly advice and that I imagine is where the benefits come from being part of the Otago Bonsai Society. Tell us more about the society, what do you get up to, when do you meet? Okay, well, um, we meet at, at currently our venue is the Mercy Hall in St. McAndrew um, Bay. Um, we meet on the first Tuesday of every month at 7.30. Um, however, in recent years, we've actually moved to our June, July and August meetings to the first Sunday of the month at 1 o'clock because it's a bit cold in the winter. So our meetings, we have two sort of forms. Either we have a demonstration, so that might be on a bonsai style, a bonsai species, um, a technique, 
or we have open workshops where our members can bring along uh, their own tree and work on the tree with some guidance from our more experienced members. Um, we Now that COVID is over, we can go back to having a cuppa at the end of the night so we can have an informal um, you know, talk to people. You can bring along a tree if you want some advice on your tree. Um, we always have a sales table, um, which will perhaps be a tree, bonsai tree, or a tree that you could create into a bonsai, um, bonsai pots, um, wire. Um, we have sales table, and every month we also have our trees of the month display, whereby our members can bring along um, their own tree, and we have it for different classes. So, I mean, last month, because it's spring, we had a flowering class, we had a spring foliage, um, also happened to be larch species, and we've introduced a new, to try and encourage our newer members uh, to bring along some of their trees for display, we had, um, we've introduced an under five section, and that's not the age of the person, that's the age of the, the tree. And so, so... That's been popular. Yeah, and, and, and Lynn, do you have also competitions internally and, and externally through the year? Uh, well, some of our display, um, well, the trees that we have on display accumulate points over the, the year and over um, the year the person who's had the most points, we've got a trophy for that. Some of our um, classes have also had trophies donated by past members. Um, just mentioned Larch was in the last one and we have a Larch trophy. Um, we also, our AGM is a mini exhibition um, just within the club, um, so we have a sort of trophy for that. And at the exhibition, um, we will also have a judge um, that will judge various classes. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, we're there to try and promote bonsai and it's not all about who's got the best bonsai really it's it's trying to foster knowledge and and everything else well the otago bonsai society has its exhibition coming up at the community gallery 15th to the 24th of october the community gallery at 26 princess street what will we find when we visit the exhibition lynn uh well mainly we will have i think We've got something like about 55 trees on display and this will be all different types of trees. So um, it'll be different species, different styles, there'll be group plantings, um, something that many people I think think of bonsai as a relatively small tree um, but that's not necessarily the case. It can be a quite large tree so um, you'll see that. There's also a section that we have which is called Suaseki, which is viewing stones. This is part of bonsai and this is where you're walking along the beach and you pick up a stone and it looks like something, um, it, you know, or it might have an image in the stone. So, like I say, this is all part and parcel of bonsai, so we'll have that there as well. And what we encourage um, everybody who comes to the um, show to see is we will give you a ticket and you get to vote for which one, which tree you think is, is the best. Um, 
so you get to wander around and have a look. Um, we have got an invited judge who will come up and will judge, so he will look at it from a bonsai perspective. But um, you know, we like to see what the public, um, what they think is the best. We also will have a sales table there, so we will have bonsai trees for sale and one of our members has also started making bonsai display stands. So at the exhibition you will notice that most of the trees will be displayed either on a stand or a mat or something like that. So um, yeah, we'll have some of those for sale and we will have a raffle uh, which is a Kofi group planting. And also, no doubt, society members on site, if people have got questions oh. about it and, and <laughs> yes. want to perhaps understand a little bit more about bonsai, if they take a, a, a plant home from the sale table, no doubt some good advice about how best to care for it and uh, also the opportunity to perhaps consider becoming part of the society yourself. Yeah, well, certainly we're more than, I mean, we've got flyers um, about the club and um, it's just reminded me, we will be running um, some more beginners workshops in the new year, so we will be asking for expressions of interest, so if people can um, put down their name, um, then when we um, organise that in the new year, we will um, get a hold of people. Um, and that's where effectively what we do is we supply a tree, um, a pot, the soil, the wire and we sit with you and work on a tree so you walk out the door with a nice weed bonsai um, at the end of that. Fantastic. Lynn, so good to talk to you about the Otago Bonsai Society, the bonsai exhibition, again, 15th to 24th October at the Community Gallery. That's at 26 Princess Street. The hours are 10 o'clock till 5 o'clock daily. Lynn, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. All the best for the Society's ongoing work and indeed for the exhibition. Ah, thank you very much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.